Hey folks, you own firearms? I do. Did you know that there's an easy way for you to let everyone around you quickly see whether your firearm is loaded or unloaded? Meet muzzle stick, barrel, and chamber flags. Muzzle stick, chamber, and barrel flags offer a way for anyone, whether they handle firearms or not, to quickly see the loaded or unloaded status of a firearm. That could save lives. Are you one of nearly 80% of firearms owners that keep a loaded gun out of the safe for personal protection? Well, Taking an extra precaution by using muzzle sticks, big bright barrel, and chamber flags will let everyone around you know if the firearm is loaded or unloaded. Muzzle stick does not recommend keeping a loaded firearm outside of a gun safe, but the reality is that some people do. And a clearly marked gun's status communicates to others around that may not have firearm handling experience and it is something that they would not want to handle. Muzzle stick is not intended to replace the rules of firearm safety. However, their chamber and barrel flags do offer firearms rapid clear identification, and that could save lives. It's time for you to do everything you can to be a safe and responsible firearms owner. Head over to muzzlestick, M-U-Z-L-S-T-I-K dot com to place your order. One more time, that's muzzlestick, M-U-Z-L-S-T-I-K dot com. After all, we only have one life to live. Hello, America. Happy Thursday. A very big moment in Washington today. Just a short while ago, Hunter Biden, the first son, indicted on three felony charges, all related to his possession of a gun, false statements in the app, applying for a gun, improperly possessing a gun when he was a drug addict. Three felonies brought by special counsel David Weiss in Delaware. No tax charges, no lobbying charges. Those, uh, the prosecutors are still silent on that issue, but we get a sense that those issues are still ongoing. But at present, this is a really significant development for Hunter Biden and the Biden family. Why? Joe Biden, for the longest time, has said his son did nothing wrong. Today, federal prosecutor disagreed. And of course, as we know, before the plea deal fell through, Hunter Biden himself was willing to admit that he had been cheating on his taxes, at least going back to 17. The evidence, as we now know, goes all the way back to 2014, including those notes that we put out from the IRS agents just yesterday. That was a good big part of our conversation yesterday. I'm going to dig a little more deeper into this and also the story that I broke last night that I think is real important. But before I do that, I want a couple things. First, I'm under the weather today, so I apologize if I sound a little scratchy. I've been down with a little bit of a flu. Hopefully get back on my feet tomorrow. But we have two great guests today. Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to join us. She has been leading the charge on some of the more important issues around impeachment. And she has some very strong thoughts about the story I broke last night about Hunter Biden arranging a meeting at the Naval Observatory between his father, a Kazakhstan banker named Mark Goldsman, and his business partner, Devin Archer, where they discussed the United Nations Secretary General candidate. Mark Holtzman wanted to push the Kazakh prime minister for that position. Karim Asimov, a man who's now in prison for treason in his country. But that conversation shows that Joe Biden didn't give the illusion of access. Hunter Biden didn't create the illusion of access. Joe Biden delivered access for his son to his clients at dinners at Cafe Milano. Now we know at the Naval Observatory in Washington, D.C., the vice presidential mansion. And of course, in phone calls, on planes, in coffees, he wrote a letter for a Chinese businessman's daughter. There is a suggestion in this story last night that this gentleman, Mark Holtzman, was looking for a letter from Joe Biden or Joe Biden's accolades 
a very, very important development on that front. And we're going to start off with Marjorie Taylor Greene. And then after that, Tristan Levitt, the lawyer for Gary Shapley, the IRS whistleblower, the man whose handwritten notes I put out yesterday. We talked about it on this show yesterday. Handwritten notes that clearly and unequivocally show that David Weiss told his investigators in October 2022 he was not the deciding man. He didn't get to make the decision on the tax charges. And that they also makes clear that he did tell his agents he was looking to get special counsel authority, was turned down, told to follow the process. So Tristan's going to walk us through why that's significant and what may come next in the whistleblower case, particularly with Attorney General Merrick Garland preparing to testify next week on Capitol Hill. So that's our show today. Tristan Levitt in the back end of the show, Marjorie Taylor Greene on the top of the show, and of course, a lot of reaction and important analysis about the Hunter Biden charges after these messages. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick. House Nutrition, and, of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. 
So I think there is two ways to look at this, which is from a Biden family perspective, this is still bad news. Joe Biden can no longer say his son didn't do anything wrong. He can no longer say that he didn't meet with his son's business clients and have specific business-related discussions. He can no longer say that the prosecutors in Delaware have found nothing wrong. And that is also going to face the very real prospect that he'll be running in the summer and fall next year when his son could be on federal felony trial. Just think about that federal felony trial, the first son, the first ever first son to be indicted while their father was in office. Of course, we also have the first former president indicted with Donald Trump. So 2024 could be as much an election in the courtroom as it is an election on the campaign trail. Pretty extraordinary moments indeed. Now, I want to dig into this very important subject of the illusion of access. It's one. There are two talking points that the mainstream media have adopted from Joe Biden, probably under pressure and duress. You saw the letter that went out yesterday forcing news media to impose impeachment, pressing news media, I shouldn't say forcing him, but pressing him to impose impeachment. But there is a clear an unequivocal drumbeat in the mainstream media, particularly the Associated Press, where I once worked for 20 years. There's no evidence of any wrongdoing. That's simply not true. It is simply not true. We have documented without doubt that Joe Biden changed U.S. policy to fire the prosecutor in Ukraine by withholding a billion dollars. He was told to give the billion dollars. The documents unequivocally show that. In fact, before Joe Biden started the campaign to fire the prosecutor, there was a significant love fest going on. Tony Blinken gave a speech saying prosecutors doing a good job. He was the deputy secretary of state at the time. A few months later, Victoria Newland writes a letter telling Victor Shokin, I'm impressed. Good job. As late as January of 2016, people around Joe Biden were saying they were impressed with Victor Shokin's staff. But Joe Biden was on a different mission trying to get Shokin fired. The idea that Joe Biden changed policy and he's lied about it since the 2019 impeachment of Donald Trump is evidence of wrongdoing. The fact that his father, as, as a father, as a government official, he brought his son on business trips to facilitate deals and met with them as he did in China. He had coffee with Jonathan Lee in China. The fact that he had two dinners with Hunter Biden's business partners at Cafe Milano clearly was part of the influence peddling scheme. He was delivering on his son's promise of access. And that brings me to the second talking point. Dan Goldman, congressman from New York, keeps using this term. All right, I'll, I'll admit now, I was wrong. Hunter Biden did trade on the family date. He did make millions of dollars from China, Russia, Ukraine, et cetera, et cetera. But at the end of the day, he really only created the illusion of access. It's not an illusion if Joe Biden spends an hour having dinner with Hunter Biden's business partners. That is access. Lobbyists would get paid big dollars to deliver a meeting with the vice president with foreign business interests. They also would have to have registered as a foreign agent, something that Hunter Biden has yet to do. The second part is if you get a meeting inside the highly secure Naval Observatory vice presidential mansion, and for an hour you're sitting around and you're not talking about the weather, you're allowing a Kazakh man to pitch you and say, I want this man to be I want my prime minister in my country, the prime minister of the country where I run the bank, because he was an American running a bank in Kazakhstan. I want him to be the UN secretary. And oh, by the way, Hunter Biden and Devin Archer are trying to get that same Kazakh businessman to close a deal for them in Burisma. You are giving access, not the illusion of access. 
you are giving access. Those are very important things. But, and why do, I, why do I harp on this? Why do I sound like a broken record? Because time and again, the Joe Biden machinery, the Democrats in Congress, and the mainstream media, the APs, the Washington Post, the New York Times, have picked up narratives that turned out to be false. Russia collusion, it wasn't, remember? Remember that? Hunter Biden laptop, Russian disinformation, it wasn't. Joe Biden never got any money from China, his family. He did, millions, millions of dollars. Joe Biden has led a big lying machine, at least as it relates to his family. And they're in an effort now to once again try to concoct fake statements in marketing terms to mislead you, the American people. Joe Biden gave access to his son's business clients as his son was collecting millions from those clients. He was part of the draw, as Devin Archer said. He facilitated his son's ability to make millions overseas. That is now irrefutable. And if you don't like to see a for sale sign sitting on the White House or the Naval Observatory, then you repudiate this conduct. And no amount of statements by Joe Biden will change the fact that he did these things. That is why we need to combat now these false statements in the media. There's an extraordinary exchange between Kevin Brock and the Associated Press today. Go check it out on our site. Kevin Brock takes the AP reporter on saying there is evidence. There is evidence of wrongdoing. Open your eyes and go check it out. And I think that that is the moment we're in. People need to get beyond the media blockade of false stories and look at the facts. There are significant facts. Joe Biden allowed himself to be part of the influence peddling scheme. He facilitated his son's ability to shake foreigners down for millions. He took his son on trips on Air Force Two where they closed deals. He met with their business partners on the golf course in the Cafe Milano. He dialed into their meetings. He went golfing with them as the photo show. Joe Biden was facilitating Hunter Biden's foreign transactions, and he lied about it. And we're just getting a full picture of that today. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Margie Taylor Green up next. Hey, folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews and extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out 
higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group. Text Just News to 989898 right now. Welcome back, America. It was about a year ago this time when a couple of brave congresspersons came onto this show and said, hey, we're going to revive something that goes all the way back to the Civil War. It's called the Holman Rule. We're going to start defunding bureaucrats. If we get elected into the majority, we're going to defund bureaucrats who don't follow the law. Today, for the first time in my lifetime, I saw the Holman Rule in action. The House Rules Committee, just a short while ago, as Amanda had described at the top of the show, uh, approved uh, an amendment by Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene to defund the defense secretary. Yeah, Lloyd Austin, the guy that's out there talking about equity instead of winning wars. Joining us right now, the lawmaker who made that all possible, Congressman Greene. Congresswoman, great to have you on. Thank you very much. I appreciate coming on your show today. This is a big moment. Uh, This is something that Republicans promised to do. It actually got through its first hurdle today. Your reaction and the benefit to American taxpayers when they learn what this is all about. Well, I think this is a very important rule for the American people to know about. The Holman rule is our tool as members of Congress, how to defund the salary of a politician or a bureaucrat that needs to be fired. And today, out of the Rules Committee, my amendment passed to use the Holman Rule to completely bring down the salary of Lloyd Austin down to zero, zero American tax dollars to be paid to Lloyd Austin. Lloyd Austin botched the Afghanistan withdrawal, causing 13 of our great military men and women to be murdered in Afghanistan. He also led the effort to force uh, the COVID vaccine on our military, causing many members of the military uh, to to leave or to be kicked out of the military. Recruitment lumber, recruitment numbers for our military are at an all-time low, and that is because of the failed leadership of Lloyd Austin, and that's why it'll be so important for the House of Representatives to vote yes on my amendment to use the Holman rule against Lloyd Austin and bring his salary down to zero. We need to fire him. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, and that's going to save a little bit of money. And speaking of Republicans wanting to save money and strip funding, I know uh, that you had said that without an impeachment inquiry, you were not going to vote to fund the government. We are now down to what, 11 legislative days, 10 legislative days to to discuss those appropriations bills. Where do they stand? Well, we're getting to work on those. And we have a lot of work ahead of us throughout the remaining days left in the month going into September 30th. Um, Proudly, our House Speaker Kevin McCarthy announced the impeachment inquiry yesterday. I'm very excited about that. You all know I introduced articles of impeachment on Joe Biden's first day in office for his corrupt business dealings and Hunter Biden's business dealings in Ukraine and China. And I'm very grateful to the Speaker for announcing the impeachment inquiry and launching 
leading this effort after all of the evidence that our great committee work has produced on oversight committee, judiciary, and ways and means. So I'm looking forward to our conference meeting tomorrow at 8.30 a.m. to start the process and outline the details of how this impeachment inquiry will proceed into Joe Biden and then more importantly into all of the unelected bureaucrats and the agencies that participated in the conspiracy to cover up Joe Biden's crimes. But going forward, Amanda, we have a lot of work to do. We have 11 more appropriation bills to pass uh, for government funding, uh, but we need to get these right. So we're at work right now in Washington, hammering out the details and what we need to do. This week, we've been working on the Department of Defense bill, but I've made a commitment to my district and to the country that I will not vote to fund one single penny that goes to continue funding a proxy war in Ukraine. I think that's the wrong thing for America, and that's the wrong way to spend Americans' hard-earned tax dollars. That's a big battle ahead. A lot of Americans watching closely that one, Congresswoman. I want to ask about a talking point that the Democrats and their uh, parrots in the media have gotten that, ah, all right, we'll admit now that Hunter Biden was selling the name of Joe Biden around the world, but he really only sold the illusion of access to Biden. Now, of course, we know about two dinners at uh, the Cafe Milano where multiple clients of Joe Biden, got, uh, Hunter Biden got to hang out with Joe Biden for an hour. But we told a story at the top of the show. Uh, Hunter Biden takes a couple of his clients, including Devin Archer, to the Naval Observatory. Very few people get to go to that. That's where the vice president's mansion is. And they talk for an hour about the UN general secretary and their wishes of who they would like it to be. Maybe a Burisma deal in Kazakhstan. Uh, that doesn't sound like illusion to me. It sounds like the sort of access that lobbyists would pay lots of money for. Are the Democrats lying to the American people when they call this illusion access? <laughs> yeah, John, you've worked on this uh, extensively, and I thank you for your reporting. That's far more than an illusion of access. That is full-blown access and participation by then-Vice President Joe Biden. The American people need to know about all of this, and that's what our impeachment inquiry will produce the evidence. Uh, and, and the evidence that you've done in your reporting is spectacular, and I thank you so much for your dedicated work. But this is exactly why we are leading the impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden because he has participated at the highest level in his son Hunter Biden's business deals, and we are going to show that to the country. But even more so, John, the conspiracy of all the people that work in these federal agencies, FBI, DOJ, CIA, many other agencies, as well as in his administrations, in his offices, um, in the administrations of former presidents, they have all covered this up. This has been the dirty little secret in Washington, D.C., and they have covered it up and allowed Joe Biden to be propelled to the highest seat of power in the United States of America, one that has led us into a multi-billion dollar war in Ukraine. And it needs to end and it needs to end now. Yeah. Yes. And, and the evolution of this has been, it would be hilarious if it weren't so tragic, but the latest iteration of their defense, they have now had to send out basically a talking points memo to mainstream media, this memo to editorial leadership at CNN, Fox News, New York Times, Associated Press, and CBS, basically providing them with talking points on defense of what is likely to be revealed in this impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden. And I think about, you know, Missouri v. Biden, 
what was just appealed and another decision to come down against the Biden administration regarding coordination at best, collusion at worst between the federal government, the Biden administration and social media. How is this any different from that? You've got a talking points memo that you're disseminating to the media. It sounds pretty minister of truthy to me. Amanda, you nailed every single point on the head. That is exactly what's happening. Isn't it amazing that the mainstream media is basically the campaign and the propaganda arm of the Democrat Party? And here the White House is sending out a talking points memo and pushing back on 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 every single media company executive and their editors to make sure that they are going to push hard on Republicans and our impeachment inquiry. Well, we this is what we've known all along. Um, This isn't how Trump's administration, that's not how President Trump's White House handled things. Um, They also worked hard to to prove the truth, but they didn't try to control the media in the process. And we know the media's bias is absolutely gigantic, where they spend most of their time, over 90% of their time, attacking President Trump and spreading Democrat propaganda instead of actually, uh, you know, reporting the truth. But I thank both of you for being dedicated to reporting the truth to the American people. Uh, you've been right there digging out that truth and all of those depositions and all those document requests. It's, it's a slow process, mm-hmm. but the American people, I think, are catching on to the grift that was going on. Congressman, I want to finish with something. We've got about a minute and a half left. Uh, you introduced a companion bill to Senator Vance's Freedom to Breathe Act. A lot of co-sponsors getting very popular very quickly. Tell us a little bit the motivation behind this and what it will do for the American people. This is such an important bill, and I'm very thankful to to Senator J.D. Vance. He did a great job on leading on this effort. Unfortunately, Republicans do not hold the majority in the Senate, and unfortunately, his bill didn't make it far enough. Uh, I introduced a companion bill in the House. This is a bill that will force any education, any school everywhere, uh, they will receive no federal funding if they are masking children. We believe that masking children is child abuse. Our kids are the healthiest people in the country. They should not be forced to wear masks. What it does is it, it disables their learning. It, it sets them back. It muzzles their speech. It causes severe problems for children. It's also very bad for, for kids with special needs and learning disabilities. This should never happen again in America. It's been wrong the entire time. And even Dr. Fauci himself <laughs> uh, admitted in an email told, telling a friend all the way back in February of 2020 that these masks do not work uh, to stop the spread of COVID. All right, folks, we're going to stay on the issue of the Biden family. Tristan Levitt, lawyer for Gary Shapley, the IRS whistleblower, also the president of the Empower Oversight Whistleblower Center. He's going to be up next to talk us why those notes we made public are so important. But before we do that, just a quick reminder. As you know, there is an extraordinary effort across government to begin to dictate what sort of appliances we'll be able to put in our home, whether it's gas stoves, gas furnaces, gas water heaters, gas grills, even ceiling fans, light bulbs already off the market, right? Incandescent, gone off the market. If you feel like you want to have that choice to be your own in your home, you don't want the big arm of government telling you what you can buy. You don't want the big arm of government regulating out of existence your favorite gas stove or your favorite gas water heater. Well, the U.S. Oil and Gas Association has created a movement called Hands Off My Stove. It was created at the moment. That's the all the efforts from cities, states, and the federal government to regulate 
more strictly gas stoves and take them to an efficiency level that would make many stoves today obsolete. You won't be able to buy the same type of stoves in the future as you get now. Well, then you can join Hands Off My Stove at handsoffmystove.com. It's a movement. U.S. Oil Gas Association, you pay a dollar a month. You get intelligence on what this effort is fighting the latest examples of government overreach into your home. I think soon it's going to get changed to hand off my home. I just have that feeling after the great conversation we had with Tim Stewart last week. But at the end of the day, if you feel like this is a good time to take a stand, to say, I don't want the government dictating what goes in my home. If I want natural gas or electric, I'll choose that. If I want a gas car, electric car, I'll choose that. If I want a ceiling fan that's super energy efficient or regular, I'll choose that. It won't be imposed on me. If you if you feel that way, then go check out Hands Off My Stove. What do you do? Go to handsoffmystove.com. You can sign up like I did. You get weekly briefings. You'll get a weekly newsletter from Just the News as part of the package. And we will keep you up to date on all of the extraordinary debate around this country where the United States government, state governments, and city governments are beginning to dictate what can and cannot be in your casa, your home, your abode, your kingdom, your palace. If you feel strongly that that's not the right thing for government to do, then go check out handsoffmystove.com right now. All right, folks, we'll be back with Tristan Levitt after these messages. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and Starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome back, America. As we mentioned at the top, uh, extraordinary new evidence released by Congress today, released by one of the whistleblower's lawyers. The handwritten notes of IRS Supervisor Agent Gary Shapley clearly and unequivocally show that the Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss, the man who said he was in charge all along of the Hunter Biden case, told his colleagues in October 22 he was not the man making decision. We've shown you some of those notes earlier in the show. Um, it's a really extraordinary uh, revelation by David Weiss, and it's got members of Congress very frustrated we're very lucky to be joined right now by the president of the uh, Empower Oversight Whistleblower Group, the man who represents Agent Garrett Shapley. He's Tristan Levin. He's back with us again today. Tristan, great to have you back on the show. Thanks for having me, John. I know that Gary Shapley keeps getting attacked in the media from time to time, but every time something comes out, some storyline that the liberals are trying to uh, oppose, a new fact comes out. And you guys just keep delivering facts and evidence, no spin, no opinions. Uh, these handwritten notes are just frozen in time. They capture what happened that day in October 2022 when Weiss described um, that he was not going to pursue some charges and that he didn't feel like he was the guy in charge of making the decision. Talk to us about why these are so important at this moment. 
Well, it's interesting because, of course, what has already been released previously to the public is that after this meeting, Special Agent Shapley went back to his office and sent an email memorializing the entire meeting. That's been released already. He was asked to do that by his supervisor, Special Agent in Charge Daryl Walden, and Daryl Walden responded after that and said, you covered everything, you got, you got it accurate. Um, the, that's nevertheless uh, is has not stopped uh, individuals at DOJ from coming forward to, uh, you know, try to parse things here. One piece of that is saying that they never heard any of this information that Gary has talked about. That's been reported by the uh, in an, from an interview of the FBI special agent in charge, um, Tom Sobosinski. And, you know, this is just clearly contradicted by the contemporaneous notes. Gary Tukwa was sitting there in the meeting with those six other individuals. So since he wasn't taking notes, he acknowledges, according to public reporting, Gary took these notes and he has this detailed documentation of what happened. And that was the basis for the email he wrote that day. So this highlights exactly what was said in that meeting. And uh, it's it's clear that it contradicts what Sobosinski wants to put emphasis on. I will add there also, if I can. What what is ironic about Sobosinski or others is, despite maintaining the Merrick Garland talking points that Weiss had all the deciding authority, right? Almost all of them now are moving forward and admitting, nevertheless, yes, Weiss had to go through this process, this administrative process. They say he had to go to the other U.S. attorneys and seek their approval. If they didn't give it, he had to seek special charging authority from the attorney general. This is precisely what this is what he talked about in that October 7th meeting. And this is precisely what Gary was blowing the whistle on, because these are all Biden appointees, these other U.S. attorneys, the attorney general. This administrative process, quote unquote, is exactly the conflicts of interest that Gary highlighted as a problem and contradictory to what the attorney general has told Congress. Yeah, and there's another very important uh, piece. It's a single line in the notes, but it really accentuates something that Gary Shapley told us. But now you see the contemporaneous record of it. It's at that meeting in October 2022 where one of the more serious charges that the IRS, the U.S. attorney, the FBI could have brought against Hunter Biden, tax evasion on $400,000 of income from Burisma Holdings in Ukraine, that uh, the decision was made or announced at that meeting that they were going to not bring charges on 2014-2015 income. That's the Burisma income. It's captured in time now. You really see what was actually said, how it was said, at least how Gary Shapley recorded how it was said at that meeting. Uh, that's another big moment that raises questions about Weiss's judgment here, right? That was a serious charge. It had been on the table, and then all of a sudden, poof, it's gone. That's right. And if Weiss had all the authority, as he said that he has, then then it does raise serious questions. There are there are certainly plenty of questions to be had about Weiss's judgment. But if what he told the agents is accurate, which is without the support of U.S. Attorney Matt Graves in Washington, D.C., a Biden appointee, he couldn't bring the charges there. And Graves refused to partner with uh, Weiss on those charges. So that's why we understand Weiss said, I'm going to let these charges go. That goes to the heart of these conflicts here. And so you can't recover that. The statute of limitations has expired. Um, and these were really significant years. This this is at the heart of the impeachment question is what happened? What were the sources of those that money? Um, what were the sources of the income and those tax charges? Will, there will never be a trial. There will never be anything in that way yeah. to publicly explore that because the statute of limitations was allowed to expire by David Weiss. And his his rationale for it, which makes sense, you know, based on everything that Special Agent Shapley's seen is it's because he was blocked by the Biden appointed U.S. attorney for D.C. Yeah. And there's a second uh, U.S. attorney mentioned here, Mr. Estrada, the Los Angeles 
um, uh, U.S. attorney. It's clear from the context of these notes that Weiss at that moment in October is still waiting for him to make a decision as well. But again, that signifies something very specific. Weiss didn't have the authority to go to Los Angeles to bring the charges. He needed the Biden appointee to give him that clearance. And there's that line in there, follow the process. Apparently that's the process, right? David Weiss didn't, couldn't make a unilateral decision. He had to go beg the other U.S. attorneys to bring these charges. One turns them down, according to these notes, and the second one is still thinking about it at the moment these notes are taken, right? Yes. And the semantics here, as has been reported, are ridiculous. That to say he didn't, there were no conflicts, he just had to follow the process. The process was to seek approval for one person after another. So if they want to say that that means Weiss had all the authority, <laughs> good on them. But it was clear to Gary Shapley that he did not. Yeah, no, and these notes capture it perfectly. And the notes and the the, the the synergy between the notes and then the email he sends a few hours later. And then, of course, one of the supervisors, he sends the notes, says, yeah, you got that right, right? They, they sign off on that. that. They all agreed that was the recollection. Uh, you were a congressional investigator for a long time. Having contemporaneous records and that, that all sync up within a couple hours of an event, much more valuable than your old testimony like what Agent Sabinsky gave recently, right? Without question. And the other piece that you see in at least the portions of transcript that have been released is that Sobosinski resorts back to either I don't recall or I can't talk about that because it's an ongoing investigation. So it's yeah. very convenient for them to want to put him out to bat this down. But when he gets into any specifics, he evades, evades, evades. Yeah, no, it really it's really fascinating to see that uh, there. Now, there are other witnesses coming forward that I think we're going to learn a lot about in the next couple of weeks, according to my reporting. But there's a big decision if U.S. Attorney Weiss, now Special Counsel Weiss, he finally got that Special Counsel authority later, a year later, uh, is uh, true to his word. They're going to bring some form of a felony indictment against um, Hunter Biden in the next few weeks. Um, I know you probably don't have a, your, your client no longer has any visibility to what's going on. But can you handicap for us what is possible? I suppose they could make a conspiracy charge on taxes and say this was a long running conspiracy. They could bring the gun charge. That seems to be indicated in the court filing. What options does David Weiss have, even after all these fumbles and mistakes? What could he still do to create some form of accountability for Hunter Biden when these charges come down from the grand jury? So Weiss has said that in Delaware, they will be seeking a felony indictment from a grand jury on the gun charge. And the other likely piece, if you were to do more, is to go to the Central District of California. Now they have special uh, counsel authority and to bring those charges for the 2016 through 2019 tax years. What was originally approved in that office was felonies for 2018 for the years that Hunter Biden was charging his business expenses, prostitutes, membership in a sex club, as well as for the 2019 year when he used a 529 uh, college savings uh, plan and didn't properly account for that to the IRS. So those are the most likely charges. If you were to see a conspiracy charge, um, you know, some have theorized that that could allow Weiss to go back and pull back in the 2014, 2015 charges. That just seems awfully unlikely to me since he already allowed those to expire. Yeah. And yeah. so, he, you know, why would he go back and redo what he's done? But the real question on on Weiss's integrity will be, does he bring the charges in California that he should have brought all along? Yeah. Well, that's a moment of truth. It's around the corner for us, hopefully. Uh, Tristan, we've got about a minute left. You brought a lot of truth to the table the last few weeks. A lot of people look at this and say, uh, uh, your client, Gary Shapley, course, changed the course of history, that the judge would never have objected if it weren't for what we learned from Gary Shapley. As you look back, how impactful was it and how dismaying is it to you that uh, Hunter Biden's lawyers tried to get him fired or prosecuted? 
If it wasn't for Gary Shapley, this case would have just been dead all along. No plea deal, no anything. They would have stopped altogether. And so I'm sure Hunter Biden's attorneys are very frustrated about that. But it is outrageous that they have been trying to get the Justice Department to prosecute our client. We have submitted a FOIA request for a letter that they sent right. to DOJ requesting that prosecution. And you know, that's just intimidation. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. Hopefully I'll be back on my horse upright tomorrow. I've been pretty sick today, but I didn't want to miss an opportunity to bring you these news and these interviews. We'll have more. Go check out the story I did on the Naval Observatory meeting. It's such an insightful meeting to understand how the Biden scheme worked. And we will be back tomorrow with more regular programming. And of course, if you want to go join the effort to fight government regulation, dictating what you can put in your house, what appliances you can have in the future, Go check out handsoffmystove.com today. It's a great movement and an opportunity for you to share with like-minded Americans an opportunity to fight back against the creeping regulation of products in your home. All right, folks, that wraps it up. We'll be back tomorrow. God bless you. And thanks for listening to John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now.